Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. And Rob Center, our fabulous producer. Now you know who's involved on the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We have a guest lined up for right now. Our toll-free line will be open after that time. You can call 1-800-795-9565 when that moment occurs. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. Yep. How you doing, brother? Good, good. Yourself? Good. Thank you so much uh, for uh, volunteering to come in today. Very glad to see you. And uh, we're going to get some common sense conservatism from a man who's an American first, right? I hope so. And just a co-host today. Okay. But, okay. Uh, no, show looks good. And uh, your week has been uh, pretty fiery, I understand, between well, grocery yeah. stores, the president, this, that, the other thing. But I know our next guest is going to be able to enlighten us on what that Sam Hill is going on in Harrisburg in the governor's office. Uh, Representative David Rowe of the 85th District of Pennsylvania, could you please, please help us make some sense of what you the governor's this? doing? <laughs> good hey, morning. good morning, Ben. Good morning, Mark. How are you guys? We're doing great. Thank you so much for checking in. Uh, there's a lot of legislative efforts underway, so most recently there was a measure that was passed to increase transparency that if there's an emergency declaration, the uh, governor would have to keep the right-to-know law fully enacted and make sure that things that relate to the the emergency would remain open. Uh, is that one of the bills that the governor has said that he will veto? He has, yes. The governor said yesterday that he has uh, several issues with the bill. Uh, I'm not sure what issues he is referring to, but it's worth noting uh, that this bill passed unanimously in both the House and the Senate. Uh, not a single dissenting vote. So every elected member of the General Assembly agrees we need to have transparency, especially in times of emergency. You know, the Constitution uh, is not suspended in times of emergency. If anything, we need to be sure that the government is acting uh, in an honest, forthright, and transparent manner. Uh, And Governor Wolf seems to think differently than every elected member of the General Assembly and has announced that he intends to veto the bill if he hasn't already. What about an override? That is something that I'm sure will be brought up. Uh, Typically, uh, override votes are a little more difficult uh, for the governor's party. Uh, So I'm not sure if we would see the same sort of unanimous support. You know, back when we were working on some reopen bills, we had the bill that would have opened uh, car dealerships, lawn and garden shops, and a number of other things. That was Representative Mihalik's bill. Uh, And we had a very strong bipartisan support for that bill when it initially passed. After the governor vetoed it, uh, we went to uh, attempt a veto override, and you would have thought everyone who voted for or against it would have uh, maintained their same position. Uh, But unfortunately, several members of the Democratic side of the House did switch uh, to no votes to provide some cover for the governor. Uh, So I would hope that we would see an override vote for this right to no bill. The people of Pennsylvania deserve to know what's going on in their government. Uh, But I'm not sure if we will necessarily see the same unanimous support, although I would hope we will. 
Walk us through, give us a full answer on the constitutional amendment that's being talked about. The very early phases have happened. You've already had a chance to vote yes on that. Tell us what that process is and what, what you're voting on. Absolutely. So Senate Bill 1166 was passed by both the House and Senate with very strong bipartisan majority. Uh, the uh, constitutional amendment process, just to uh, bring your listeners up to speed if they aren't aware already, uh, a uh, bill is introduced that proposes a constitutional amendment, and it has to be passed in its same form in two consecutive sessions. So we'd have to, we already passed it this session. Uh, now next year when we start a new session, we could pass it again, and that would put it on the ballot for the May primary election. Uh, then the voters of Pennsylvania will decide the merits of the constitutional amendment on their own accord. They will vote yes or no, and if they vote yes, the amendment is uh, uh, enacted, and the uh, governor has no say in the process whatsoever. Uh, you know, there is no, no doubt, you know, everyone agrees, that the governor should have some leeway to act quickly in the event of an emergency, uh, be, you know, to give the General Assembly time to convene and to act. Uh, but we are looking at months and months of time while the General Assembly has been convened and has been acting. Uh, we've just been shut out from the governor's decision-making process. So this proposed constitutional amendment uh, still allows the governor to take emergency action. It's just that he simply can only maintain an emergency declaration for 21 days uh, before the General Assembly has to approve a continuance of that. So that allows him the leeway to and the flexibility to still lead quickly in the time of emergency, uh, but still also make sure that the people are being heard through their elected representatives in the General Assembly. And David, doesn't the opioid crisis scenario come up in this, that the uh, governor has had a ongoing uh, emergency that you know, unfortunately, has gotten a little bit diluted. Now, I, I know Corona and other, you know, moves things out, but, you know, the, at, at some point, do these emergency declarations, uh, you know, get watered down and uh, and become sort of a uh, moot? Yes, absolutely. You know, the, the concept of an emergency is one that implies a sense of urgency time-wise, a sense of immediacy for a response. Uh, but, I mean, whether it's with the, the opioid declaration or now with the declaration regarding COVID-19, I mean, we are looking at months and months, if not years, uh, that this will be drug on simply to ensure that the governor has unilateral authority to act. Uh, when the actions he has been taking could have been taken uh, with legislative aid, with legislative input. You know, you look at his most recent guidance on bars and restaurants. Uh, as usual, we didn't find out about it until moments before it was enacted, uh, leaving us with very little information for our constituents who are calling, who are concerned. You know, we've had restaurant owners who recently reinvested in uh, perishable goods and in their consumables for a 50% capacity, only to be told they've got to cut that down to 25%. Uh, you know, a business can't run a profit on 25% capacity, uh, and this is going to be a death blow for a lot of our businesses. And unfortunately, this decision, like all of Governor Wolf's previous ones, was made without any legislative input. Well, again, also, too, you know, the opioid crisis is an emergency, but at some point you move from emergency to a, a policy that, that takes the emergency declaration and moves it into and people get, uh, you know, you get results. Uh, your point about the, the restaurants and the communications, I think Senator Gordner has, has very eloquently you know, positioned himself saying, hold it, you know, we need communication. I mean, he, he's been overly polite. I mean, it is, it is just getting to the point where it's, it's ridiculous that the lack of communication, not only with the Republicans in Harrisburg, but also with the Democrats in Harrisburg from the governor's office. And my point is, 
I tell people, I said, he doesn't have to run for re-election. He, his skin in the game is minimal. And uh, he can he can do what he wants because the blowback to him is going to be, hey, so what? I'm going to go back in, in my private industry or I'm going to get a cushy uh, consulting job here after this. You, you hit the nail on the head then because this is... Uh, this has ceased becoming a Republican and Democrat issue as the legislature's actions have become more and more bipartisan in recent weeks. Uh, I know that many Democratic members of the General Assembly are even more upset about these new guidances regarding bars and restaurants uh, because when you are talking about rural restaurants, it's a little easier, not for all of them, but for some of them to uh, get creative with outdoor seating. You know, normally there's more space or larger parking lots. Uh, still makes it a lot very difficult. But when we look at uh, a lot of these more urban restaurants, they do not have the option of outdoor seating. They don't have large parking lots. Uh, and so many uh, Democratic representatives for urban districts are even more incensed about this uh, unilateral action that was taken without input from them uh, because it's hurting their businesses, too. Well, and again, the point you just made earlier, though, the, these restaurants and hospitality areas ramped up to go by the guidelines. Now the guidelines have been changed again. So now what they lost in March, as far as inventory, th- they're going to potentially lose again. Is there any relief for restaurants that's being talked about in Harrisburg? Well, I know that the, the Restaurant and Lodging Association is advocating for a bailout. Uh, And I think that as we look towards that, you know, I've spoken with many business owners who have said they don't want to bail out. They just want to go back to work. They don't want the government's money. They want to earn their own money. Uh, So as we are considering that bailout, as we are considering a bailout for the hospital industry, which is asking for $7 billion in funds to make up for what they lost during the moratorium on electives instituted by Governor Wolf, uh, we are looking at a full-scale collapse of Pennsylvania's economy uh, because entities like this are being restricted. Uh, we absolutely need to be helping out our small businesses, uh, but helping them out isn't just taking more of their hard-earned tax dollars and uh, giving a portion back to them. Helping them out is making it easier for them to earn their own money. And I have complete faith that our business owners know what's best for their business, for their customers, for their families, for their safety. Uh, and trying to institute a one-size-fits-all plan from the top down without any sort of input from the stakeholders of the elected officials is going to be disastrous. One of you good constituents and one of our listeners says, what public health measures do you think the General Assembly or the governor should work toward to decrease infections and deaths from COVID-19? From Taylor. Well, Sorry. <laughs> from Taylor, or one of yeah. our good uh, co-hosts sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, it's worth noting that mortality rates are still declining. Mortality rates and hospitalization rates continue to decline. Uh, infection rates increasing uh, are only increasing uh, proportionally with testing increases. So obviously, if you are going to increase your uh, testing capacity, you're simply going to be finding more positives. Uh, But as the number of positive tests increases while the mortality rate declines, uh, that just goes to demonstrate uh, that the virus is not as deadly as it was initially reported uh, because, relatively speaking, the mortality rate continues to decline. Uh, There are a number of recommendations that the General Assembly tried to work through with the governor. We uh, tried to propose a bipartisan and uh, multi-branch of government committee that would have been represented by the governor, would have been represented by the uh, chief justice of the Supreme Court, along with uh, elected leaders of both the majority and minority parties in both the House and Senate. Uh, And so we proposed that committee 
so that that body could work quickly and nimbly to come up with those sort of protocols that would be effective uh, without completely crippling our economy uh, and causing unnecessary economic devastation. Unfortunately, the governor was not interested in that uh, committee and decided to go it on his own. Is there anything we should be doing that maybe we're not? You know, are we missing the boat on one or one opportunity or something to... Um, uh, to you know, to get this uh, under control, which it is around here, no argument there. Well, I think we need to again be looking at what the hot spot, not just the hot spots, but also where the greatest danger lies. And from the very beginning of this, you know, I, we pointed out that the people most at risk are those that are senior citizens and those that are immunocompromised. <laughs> Uh, and so if we want to be mitigating the damage from COVID-19, we need to be pooling our resources to be protecting the nursing home, uh, to be addressing the hot spots, uh, rather than trying to blanket the whole state with unnecessary and burdensome regulations where they're not necessary. The National Guard uh, is supposed to be uh, addressing these issues by visiting nursing homes and uh, the uh, entity that the Department of Health uh, signed a contract with to uh, provide safety oversight in nursing homes has met less than 10% of the uh, infected nursing homes has met with less than 10% of them. Uh, so currently the government, the state government is failing to meet the standards to protect those most vulnerable uh, while at the same time being focused on shutting down bars and restaurants, which just yesterday CBS 21 reported that the Department of Health admitted they had no specific data that even pointed to bars and restaurants being a contributing factor. They merely had a quote-unquote general idea that they might be a problem. Uh, so the fact that decisions are being made based on quote-unquote general ideas and not any cold hard facts when we know where the danger lies uh, and yet we are getting distracted by shutting down businesses rather than protecting nursing home residents it, it just goes to show that the priorities of the governor are are, are missing missing the mark yeah david I, I would say this it's it's become so political that the medical people are almost being pushed aside because you can see the biases i had a uh, a fairly liberal person from california call me and said that uh, they watch the uh, various news channels and they're not sure which country that they're talking about at times because they think this is the United States. I just heard three different broadcasts on information and, and the frustration within the people. But within Pennsylvania, it, it, it just seems that Governor Wolf wants to thumb his nose at, at his constituents. And, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's the uh, South Side salute in Pittsburgh, but it's almost getting to the point. And, you know, without uh, the communications, I, I, I think we're going to have to, uh, I'm going to say tread water, but get through this because the, not addressing what you just talked about, not addressing the segments of the population that need help, and not allowing the segments of the population like schools to open up safely it's we are hamstringing ourselves and then you have the groups that want to talk about you know safety first for the children all the panacea that's all positive why aren't they talking about what the mental health aspects are these why aren't they talking about the other public safety uh, hurdles that are being created by uh, the governor's policies Mm -hmm. Yeah, those. I mean, you've made an excellent point that it has become entirely politicized. You look at what the 
the governor did to Lebanon County, where yesterday at a press conference in Lingotown, he openly admitted that he intentionally withheld funding to one specific county yes. in the entire Commonwealth. He withheld it from Lebanon County. Uh, and to try and pretend that that is not political is just to be deluding oneself. You know, the the gentleman who wrote the H.R. 836, which is the resolution that would have ended the governor's disaster declaration, represents Lebanon County. So yes. This is nothing short of political retribution, uh, and it, it's really shameful. And anyone who uh, denies that is, is definitely deluding themselves. Uh, you know, the going back to the, the nursing homes, you know, the PA Healthcare Association, even themselves, at the advocacy group, uh, called the governor's policies a disaster. Uh, that the uh, the uh, nursing homes have essentially been forgot about. They have asked for a number of things that they've just had to go without. So again, the governor's missing the mark there. Going forward, uh, can you? I mean, I know you don't have the crystal ball, and we all wish we all did. But you know, one of the things I will say, though, in our society. Are we finding out, I know you're in the business of fitness, but are we finding out as a society we aren't as healthy as we should be? Well, there, that is absolutely a great point. You know, they have looked at one of the, some of the contributing factors to these comorbidities uh, and the, the American lifestyle, looking at, you know, our excess consumption of refined carbohydrates. Uh, looking at uh, obesity rates, uh, looking at type 2 diabetes rates, looking at these uh, contributing factors, there's absolutely a point where those individuals who have uh, not necessarily, you know, taken steps to, uh, you know, preemptively take care of their physical health are certainly more uh, more vulnerable, uh, and not just to, to COVID-19, uh, but you look at any number of uh, health issues that we face on a daily basis in the United States, and it, it is absolutely, without a doubt, uh, that American society that has become complacent, uh, that we have uh, pursued diets that are not great for you know our bodies, we have not been eating the foods that you know we were designed to be eating. Uh, that those are the sorts of things that definitely contribute to our vulnerabilities to issues like this. Well, what do you know about diet and fitness, if anything? I mean, honest, really. <laughs> Owner of CrossFit in Lewisburg, we should say that. As long as I'm on the subject really quickly, uh, CrossFit itself, the national company, got into a, a controversy. What's your view? On now, our culture to be caught up in uh, essentially outrage culture, uh, where just without any sort of uh, necessarily investigation into the surrounding effort. So I did not deny that Greg Glassman's comments were certainly off-color and probably inappropriate at the time. Uh, but the the people who would try to jump on the bandwagon of uh, calling him a racist in the point, uh, Greg Glassman has invested hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, into minority-owned facilities to bring uh, opportunity to areas that might not have what we were just talking about, you know, regarding health, fitness, uh, diet, and nutrition options. Uh, you know, poor areas that might not have those options. Mm -hmm. Greg Glassman himself was investing in bringing those options to these communities. Uh, so a gentleman who invests hundreds of thousands of dollars of his own money into a uh, majority-minority community uh, is not a racist. Uh, he definitely made some off-color remarks, and I don't condone them. Uh, but to try and label him as such is, is absolutely inaccurate. Uh, and regarding you know, our decision to stick with the CrossFit brand at uh, CrossFit Lewisburg, uh, CrossFit is more than a, you know, whatever the CEO happens to say at any given time. Uh, CrossFit is a methodology. CrossFit is a community. It's a global brand. Uh, it signifies a level of quality. It brings a, a level of community. Uh, you know, people will come to Lewisburg and come to the gym and say, first thing you did after we moved in is we looked for the CrossFit gym because we know that's where we'll find friends. That's where we'll find support, a supportive community. And that's what CrossFit is. CrossFit isn't a CEO. CrossFit is a global brand in a community.
All right. Any last uh, uh, comments that you want to make? Back to legislative uh, topics. Uh, Anything else you'd like to add that's important? Well, I would definitely just uh, encourage people to uh, reconsider what they view their role of government to be. You know, we have definitely seen uh, two sides of a coin here with this uh, with this coronavirus issue, as we've seen on one hand the sort of heavy-handed draconian measures of Governor Wolf, as uh, he believes it's his job to basically be uh, the parent to every Pennsylvanian to tell them what they may and may not do on a daily basis. Uh, and then you have the other side, you have what the General Assembly has been trying to do. And again, this is not partisan. Both parties have been trying to uh, bring uh, opportunities to Pennsylvanians to give them the information that they need to make the right choices for themselves, their families, their loved ones, and their livelihoods. Uh, and I think that's what we need to be asking ourselves is, do we want a government that thinks it's our parent, or do we want a government that uh, allows us to live our lives freely, that perhaps will offer guidance here and there, but ultimately leaves the decisions for our health, well-being, and our, uh, our means for providing for ourselves up to us. And I know we've got an election coming up here in November. We've got uh, uh, elections uh, for offices up and down the ballot. And I would encourage people to consider what they think their role of government is and to consider what this holds in the future. Uh, you know, when we were discussing this constitutional amendment, the excellent point was made that it might not always be uh, you know, a Democratic governor. And the same thing with the General Assembly. There might not always be a time that there's Republican control. The, the coin flips, the pendulum swings. And so we need to be not considering uh, a Democrat-Republican or how this issue is partisan, but we need to consider what the role of government is and if we want it having this much power in our lives going forward. Well, thank you so much for the time. I asked for uh, uh, 20 minutes, and uh, Ben points out that you actually give us about 22 minutes because you talk so fast. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, Well, I really appreciate you guys having me on. <laughs> Keep in touch. Thank you so okay, much, sir. David, uh, safe travels. Appreciate your help. Hey, thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. State Representative David Rowe, 85th District, freshman lawmaker, Republican out of Lewisburg, mm-hmm. owner of CrossFit, as he mentioned, but uh, hit the ground running in Harrisburg. So uh, next week we're going install some machines in here, either bikes or some treadmills, so we're going to do the show oh. while we're moving. I wish we should. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I, I got the COVID-10 uh. here. I'm already. All right, we're going to have a brief segment of open phones. We'll take a caller, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. In recent days, staying connected has meant more than ever before. At Penteladata, we thank our frontline workers for giving us the hope that tomorrow will be better and for letting us do our part in keeping everyone connected with schools, families, and friends, even while being apart. 
As America slowly and carefully returns to work, we're here to help your business come back smarter, bigger, and better than before with a fiber network that will keep us all connected and move us forward. Penn Teledata Fiber Networks. Manor Care is hiring. I'm Jojo Shingara, Director of Human Resources, and I invite you to find out more about joining our team. Manor Care offers a multitude of advantages, full and part-time positions with competitive salaries, offering your choice of medical, dental, vision plans, 401k retirement, and even tuition reimbursement. The leadership team is friendly and supportive of all staff. Please apply today at jobs.hcr-manorcare.com or call 570-286-7121 to find out about our exciting career opportunities that we are offering now. To stay safe on the road, here are smart driving tips for smart drivers. In 2018, 51% of all people who die in crashes were not wearing a seatbelt. Three out of four crashes occur within 25 miles of home. Wearing your seatbelt increases your chance of surviving a crash by 60%. There's no excuse not to wear a seatbelt. Parents, set the example. Remember, us kids are watching. Proud supporters of Susquehanna Smart Drive, Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Truck, and News Radio 1070 WKOK. News and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. You know the value of community and technical colleges and the, the value they bring to rural communities across the nation and our goal is to help these colleges be successful in every way. What we're trying to do here with the education project is really bring you a full service campus here. Community colleges do a lot of things but one of the most important things they do is they're the catalyst for economic development. WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Hi everybody, Steve Jones, uh, Penn State tight end Zach Kuntz today, three to five News Radio ten seventy WKOK. Ooh. Carlos Santana from sixty eight or something like yeah, that. Somewhere back in there. And that's something they're still out there doing shows. This is the one where most people do not know the words when they open up. Oobla <laughs> da <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's a different Oobla <laughs> day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, B- Rob's been playing appropriate bumper music all week very quietly, uh, not with a big billboard and a waving his arms. But uh, when we talk about music, he plays it, so we appreciate that. Uh, let's see, one headline popped up overnight uh, from the Altoona Mirror. I hardly ever look at that newspaper, but... Uh, it looks right back at you. It says, <laughs> good for you, the mirror. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Anyway, it says, four lawsuits have been filed in U.S. federal court in Johnson claiming that the supermarket company Giant Eagle is that separate from the Giant Company is that yes. a, okay yes. Giant Eagle is violating Pittsburgh based oh, okay Giant Eagle is violating a section of the Americans with Disabilities Act by refusing entry in its area stores to individuals who say they cannot wear a mask due to medical conditions uh, in complaints filed Wednesday, several individuals with with bona fide medical conditions, verifiable medical conditions, are seeking a federal court injunction telling Giant Eagle, a Pittsburgh-based corporation, to stop discriminating against them. The residents are represented by an attorney who said uh, it involves a misunderstanding of the order issued by the governor on the 15th. The governor's order does contain, in plain sight, an exception that allows individuals with uh, medical issues to uh, enter a store mm-hmm. or business without a mask. Yeah, no, it, it's... Uh, go- I, I think there's th- there's a uh, loophole in there, and then the... Uh 
looks like the lawyer was talking about Title III of the ADA, American with Disabilities Act, which uh, you can't discriminate against people of enjoyment of services, facilities, privileges, advantages, or accommodations by any person who operates a place of public accommodation. Giant Eagle says, we're committed to safeguarding the health and well-being of our team members and guests while creating a safe and comfortable environment for everyone. Does that mean if... Uh, Unless you have a disability. Yeah, so <laughs> shop at Wiser. Can we find the dive bars that are accommodating to people? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk people? about that. <laughs> We're going to enjoy open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. Raucous Friday coming up. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WDK, OK Sunbury, 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. We got open phones right now. This week we've talked about uh, President Trump and Joe Biden. I got flagged everywhere I went yesterday for harsh comments about Joe Biden. So, um, of course, I get flagged all the time for harsh comments about the president. So we can talk about that. It's a lot of flags. Right. COVID-19. They're they're just flags. They're not flogging you, but they're just flags. me. Okay. Right. Uh, let's see. We got COVID-19. We talked about coronavirus and the governor's onerous. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny how when it was time to mitigate COVID-19, it was county by county, county by county, county mm-hmm. by county. Time to reopen, you know, individual counties. You know, what's your count? You know, this long rubric that they that kept evolving. You know, just this county can open and that one can't. And then all of a sudden, Allegheny County has an outbreak and the whole state has to shut down. No, it's it's preposterous to broad brush this, and uh, I think it shows the governor's uh, lack of leadership and and some immaturity of of, of uh, you know his with his staff and and when I say the immaturity and not understanding that communicate with the Democrats and the Republicans in the uh, in the House and the Senate. You know, they can agree to disagree with you, but if you communicate with them, at least you're allowing them to maybe add some comments, maybe consider some things. Um, no, I, you know, we have we have a governor that's uh, all over the place. I mean, it's like a roller coaster. But uh, I will say this, though, Republicans, remember Tom Corbett. Gave us Tom Wolf. <laughs> yeah, thank you, so, Tom. So you know, let, let, let's not the uh, other Tom messed know, us up. But but we're gonna sl- Tom Wolf. This will be eight years. This is sleepwalking through the governorship, and uh, no, it's 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 very frustrating and for these business people, business people that are male, female, Democrat, Republican, Independent, other. These people trying to trying to get back into having some sort of landscape of business. Or just I mean, hold your own and not yeah. use so much of your reserves. I mean, but also, too, Mark, as you complain about the big box stores, and I promote big box stores because they employ local people, look at the businesses that are doing very, very well. And the bigger accomplished businesses 
are there. It's the smaller people that are having to struggle, and uh, this governor is not helping at all. And well, other governors in other states. Yeah, the one restaurant we talked to said they'd have to have two tables in their restaurant under the new restrictions, so they shut down. All right, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com if you'd like to participate in our conversation. We're talking about COVID-19 restrictions, Joe Biden, uh, President Trump, Wanger Store. We talked about their sign, and there'll be two different uh, parades out there in the coming weeks. One will be a First Amendment parade, the other one a gay pride parade, so it's an opportunity for folks to really express their views about that store. And while there is a boycott at Wangers, the, uh, a lot of other people said it's a boycott where they're going to go out there and they weren't don't typically shop there, but they certainly will give it a try and uh, to support that particular business. So those are the sort of the three big topics where we are talked these parades about. Going to be? They along, have to stay right on the highway. Along you know, 45? Right. I mean, everything's privately owned up there, so they have to be right on the highway, wow. I would assume. I think that could be a safety <laughs> condition. Oh, it's very right? distressing. Yeah, they, they pick it at Route 15 all the time. I, I, I just look down at the road. I don't look at them. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. hard, hard to get through there on a normal day. Anyway, on the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. We would love to hear from you. We've got four texts pending and six letters pending. We'll try to clear the board as much as possible today. Today, the State Department of Labor and Industry is out with some new jobless numbers for Pennsylvania for the week that ended on the 13th. The state's unemployment rate was down four-tenths of a percentage point over the month to 13 percent in June. The national rate fell 2.2 percentage points from May's level to 11.1 percent. The Commonwealth's employment or unemployment rate increased by 8.7 percent, 8 points, yeah, 8.7 percentage points from June 2019, while the national rate was up 7.4 points over the previous year. But uh, so the trend, uh, Pennsylvania is slowly doing a crawlback or a clawback, as we call it. Four new COVID-19 cases have popped up in the Valley, but only four statewide increases, 781 cases led by Allegheny County and Philadelphia. Allegheny County, 140 cases yesterday. Uh, Philadelphia County had 132. Uh, North Hamilton County had three new COVID-19 cases yesterday. Uh, we have all those numbers posted at WKOK.com. Shekalemi has adopted a fluid reopening plan. They do hope to have in-class, on-campus, face-to-face education this fall, but they'll try to be agile and change as necessary. The plan is a fluid document. It's going to change as mandates come out, as information comes out. The uh, information came out today that will change the plan that we have sitting in front of us tonight. So the plan is a starting point for discussion. Dr. Jason Bendo talking about the plan that you can look at at uh, WDKOK.com, but calls for in-person education this fall, sneeze shields in front of uh, students, masking, HEPA filters in the classroom, lots of opportunities for hand washing, and just a wide range of steps to make sure that our kids are safe. Lewisburg Area School District, same thing, just a couple extra 
extra 100 more people on their meeting via Zoom last night, and the new superintendent, Dr. Jennifer Palinchak, began the meeting by announcing their tentative plans for full-day instruction five days a week with an early dismissal one day per week. A request for e-school instruction would also be an option if a student did not wish uh, to go to the school. Secretary of Education and Secretary of Health yesterday had more remarks uh, for schools. All students must, mer- must wear a face covering. Students two years of older are required a, fer- uh, a face covering unless they have a medical issue. Uh, teaching students and families how to properly wear face covering is something that the kids in the schools will offer. Schools will provide face covering, eating or drinking when six, uh, well, they, they don't have to wear the face covering if they're six feet apart from everybody else. Uh, and uh, the updated guidance is available. Is the that k- six feet or what's that in meters? Uh, I, I don't know, but okay. they'll know. Okay. Um, let's see. Is a meter longer than a... Uh, yeah. It's longer. Okay, but, I keep forgetting. But, th- you know, th- this is getting preposterous. We're, we're, we're not seeing the the young folks, and, and again, you know, look at some other countries, look at some other scenarios, get the information. You know, these people, the science, the science, the science. Who's science and when? Uh, we're not seeing the younger folks... Uh, you see, you know, these people talk about these studies that are coming out, that young folks don't pass it among themselves. They don't pass it on to other fo- I mean, you know, the, this thing is all over. So h- how can other countries, some of them who kept their schools open through this, and then re- other countries who reopened, what are they doing that maybe we're not? And my guess is going to be there's probably not an election in a lot of these countries coming up this year, uh, and some other things that go with it. But when these, uh, you know, when Sweden and Norway and the Netherlands and some of these countries looked at how they did it, what what are we missing, and why why are we making this the burden on younger folks? And Mark, what is the percentage that a mask is going to stay on a fourth grader, <laughs> and they're going to stay six inches or six six uh, feet apart? Come on. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf conceded this week that he has used the big stick to punish counties that have defied his shutdown orders. Governor Wolf withheld $13 million in funding from Lebanon County, where local Republican leaders voted in May to lift their pandemic restrictions without his knowledge or consent. An impeachable offense? Mm. <clears throat> well, I think that would go in the evidence. Does the governor bag. have the authority to do that? To withhold funds disproportionately? I, I mean, say no. That goes back to the comment of immaturity. Well, and even Pat Toomey, uh, well, I shouldn't say even, I guess, because a lot of this is partisan, but uh, Pat Toomey said that's not what the money's all about. No. <laughs> it's not It's not party, you know, your little hose that you can shut off for somebody that's irritating you. Uh, finally, in case you were curious, is the AP bias against the president? Well, let's read some proof. This is a story touted as an actual news story. Now, we didn't carry this. The broadcast wire didn't have it, but it was on the national wire. This is AP. This is a news story, okay? Mm -hmm. President Donald Trump is adamant that he wants another four years in office, but it's less clear what he would do with them. The Republican president repeatedly assailed Democrat rival Joe Biden during a rambling hour-long Rose Garden news conference Tuesday, but offered few clues as to what he would do if he remains in the White House. Trump similarly stammered through an interview last month when pressed by a TV host to talk about what a second term might look like. The election less than four months away, Trump's focus is more on winning 
than how he would govern. <laughs> okay. Well, in case you didn't notice. A, a finish the finish the uh, border wall in the south. B finish get the uh, tax cuts uh, permanently. Healthcare. Get rid of the regulations. Address health care with pre uh, existing conditions as as a uh, as a benchmark. Uh, take our trade policies and make them s- equitable to all parties who are trading. Uh, yeah, that's pretty easy, but, um, you know, AP, was that on the editorial page of the AP release? <laughs> that's on the regular page. one 800 we got open phones. we got Joe Biden. Uh, uh, yesterday I said Joe Biden, obviously, is intellectually and in terms of his speech, unable to uh, perform as well as he did as a younger man. Uh, a lot of people said it was perfectly mistaken, so we'll let people know that. Well, Just compare it. the speeches. It'll be, it's, it should be obvious. He did perform as a younger man? What, well, did he, he what did he do as a younger man? He, he talked. He plagiarized, uh, well, ran you know, for president. Uh, you know, if you want to uh, get into his senatorial accomplishments. Had a, uh, had a uh, bill that passed the Senate on criminal justice that wasn't justice. Hmm. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting through all of that yakety yak. You're on the mark. Yeah, I think uh, Ben ought to stick to selling curb boxes and corporation stops. Maybe go dig a hole so he can... What's a curb some box? Of his frustrations out. What's a curb box? Ben knows he sells them. Oh, okay. Ben knows what a curb stop is and a corporation stop. Oh, a, cu- a curb stop. I know what that is. Sorry. Okay. And ben can go do go do that and stay. And 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 David Rowe, he can go sell whatever he sells, and leave the governing to the governor. He well, has people that he hired. That went to college, did all kind of studies on this stuff. They are telling the governor what they recommend, and he is following them. Who, that, who, who so are, who are those? To, to say the governor don't know what he's talking about, you're saying that these other people don't know what they're talking about. Well, I think it's the very suspect. State, the reason this state is in the condition that it is in right now is because of the decisions that he made. That's why we're not like Texas. That's why we're not like Florida. And he wants to keep it that way. And people do drive cars. People come from all over the place in cars. And where do they stop? They're gonna stop in a restaurant. They're gonna stop in a bar. That's where they're gonna stop. So this nonsense you hear from Ben, this David Rowe, it's a bunch of garbage. It's just like the stuff that's coming out of this president who did a terrible job and got us into the position we're in right now. We have more cases than any other country, than a lot of them all put together. We have more deaths, and that is because he closed the border to China too too late, and he closed the border to from Europe way too late. I mean, that was way too late. That was like months too late. That is why we had these problems. Well, if it was too late, if it was too late, Tom, then why was uh, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi talking about the president is some sort of phobic and this is an ism if they were too late and they disagreed with both them and a number of other Democrats and another health people 
the WHO, I think, included in that, disagreed with closing the travel down. So h- oh, how is yeah, that, that too that's late? That's what you're saying. I never heard any report. I well, heard a report like that from, from you and maybe no, from no, Fox News. No, I never heard anything No, Tom, Tom you're, you're, again, it gets ridiculous with some of the accusations no, you make. Because Nancy Pelosi walked through Chinatown. Uh, Governor Cuomo talked about New Yorkers being strong and fighting this off. And go back and look what they said about closing the travel down to China. Now, the problem with closing the ban to China, when it was closed down, there was still expats or Americans that had to come home. You can't keep them out of their country. So it goes back to when this virus started and what the Chinese did not tell the world and the bits and pieces that they then came out later telling the world that it still wasn't. So the Chinese set the world up for this virus. And here's what we, we have. We have intelligence. We have intelligence. They knew they, they knew what was going on. Don't don't make these excuses. Who, who knew what was going on? We have on? intelligence. They knew what was going on. He was advised he was advised about it as early as December of last year. I I mean and they and they have and they have they have uh Tapes of him saying, we're not worried about it, we got this under control, and this was back in January. Tom, with the information at that time, there's no excuses. Yes, at the time, look at the information. Don't cherry-pick parts of information and change the timeline on it. No, change the timeline, Tom. Your information is skewed of what you're talking about. You you just, you mean, you want to cherry-pick. Go back and look at facts and look at Nancy Pelosi. Look what Cuomo said. Look what the WHO was talking about. Look what the WHO's frustration was. Look at Dr. Uh, Burks when she got the information when she was in Africa, and the information coming out, as she said, looked like an advanced version of SARS, because that was the information. And the Chinese did not tell the world what was going on. And look at the Chinese dissidents that have left. Look at the young lady who left Hong Kong and now is, is spilling the beans on what the Chinese government. The red Chinese government, the communist government, is a plague on the world, not the Chinese people. All right, Tom, what's your review on this? My review is Ben is full of it. Okay. Ben is making up stuff. He's, he's saying stuff that was reported probably on Fox News. Not he's at all, Tom. He's making all kinds of That's, excuses to yeah. cover up for this president yeah. who did a terrible job and is still doing a terrible job. He has completely abandoned this now. He has completely abandoned this now. I mean, we're opening up. Kids are going to school, and that is it. And that's that's he's completely abandoned it and, now. And what's what's wrong? He won't let even let Fauci talk. Fauci's talking on his own. Fauci can talk anytime he wants to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's talking. He does he's talk talking all the time. Yes. though, because he's on his own talking on news. Uh, well, Tom, thanks for the call. You somewhat enlighten and delight. Yeah, I know. Folks. You ought to stick to selling curb boxes, like I told you. Tom, I'm not sure. You're you mean like drain inlets? Right. He's all over the place here. Okay. Thank you so much, Tom. Really appreciate the call. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Oops, I thought I hung up on him. Right. Well, he got the last laugh, that's for sure. No, good. Okay. Right. We're glad. Hey, you need callers like that to appreciate some of the other callers and vice <laughs> versa. But this show's all about the uh, full circle of information, correct? Yep, we got to everyone bring Everyone bring their information. One text before we go to the uh, commercial break. Uh, one of our listeners says, Tom's never heard anything that resembles truth because he only watches CNN 
and MSNBC. So thank you for that. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers. we got texts and emails uh, to read. Now, most of them not from today, but some are from today. Uh, I'll read one more email before we hit the road here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, this country has a leadership problem, and it isn't at the state level. The last caller nailed it. He should have uh, he should he should have seat next to Ben for sure. Hashtag Onidem. All right, gotcha. Uh, we'll be right back. When it comes <laughs> to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back. Let's hit some emails here. It says, I was curious why, when the country started to open up again, the left cried, we need more testing. Now it's crystal clear, more testing equals more positive cases. More positive cases looks bad, no matter what the death rate may be, and they can demand that we shut down again. Then the economy won't rebound to where it was before the virus, and that hurts President Trump. That's what it's all about. Unfortunately, the email might be more correct, and it says, had to say, and that's what it is. And remember, the governors in the state are controlling how they open up and where they open up and when they open up. So, you know, the president has uh, been, you know, on the macro side. The governors are on the micro side. Joe, Joanne, you're on the mark. Hi. Um, you know, I think that the, the discussions we're having is are all related to uh, President Trump's mental illness. His uh, niece was on the uh, television yesterday, and for a few days, and I totally agree with her observations. I think that um, the whole picture would change if um, President Trump were able to collaborate with anyone. But because he's a psychopath, he cannot do that. A psychopath? No. We have no allies. What, what do you mean we have no allies? Well, we have that uh, South Korean leader. Yeah, we have Kim no Jong-un. allies in uh, well, North Korea. The, the, the allies, that's or it. North Korea. Um, they and, and know how to play his ego. Oh, come he on, said Joanne. He was a genius early on, oh, and they became best friends. Yeah, Kim okay. Jong-un um, sent him love letters, and the Saudi royal family literally projected a five-story portrait of him in a hotel right next to uh, King Solomon, mm-hmm. and uh, they're his only allies. Seriously. Well, Joanne, um, I, I take it you're a you're in the mental health field. You're a doctor or a medical person. I'm not a professional, but I spent 30 years up front and close with uh, mental health patients. Okay, so you and think I knew that there was a problem when when he said he was gonna he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. Oh, come on! And get away with it. And then when Sean 
Sean uh, Spicer came on and put a picture up with, that showed the opposite of what Sean was saying, I knew that we were in trouble because people were following his insanity. Oh, Julian, I'm so this is the, 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 yeah, he has no, no I, compassion. No, well, I mean, he, he has, has no compassion. No, there's no humanity, well, and it's not his fault. He cannot change. Oh, come he on. He doesn't understand that, and right. he never will. Okay, so Julian, there's no, there's no compassion in changing the economy that helped all different groups do better. There's no compassion when he did the uh, criminal justice and particularly released a number of prisoners. There's no compassion when they brought back those hostages overseas, which now is, I think, in 2021, people. There's no compassion? He did those things because they were self-serving. He, there's, there's no compassion. Uh, the economy, if you look closely, he's, he's done things to benefit the extremely wealthy first. And, that, that's you know, simply if there's a trickle down, it's, it's not happening. That's fast. simply no, not true. I, I'm sorry, that is simply not true. He lowered the corporate tax rate so American companies could come back to America. He lowered the rates that you pay, that Mark pay, that I pay. You know, you know, you're, you're. This is almost embarrassing when you're saying somebody has a mental health issue and you don't have the criteria to make those judgments. You can hate the president. There Just say you a, hate a the president. By twenty-seven. Uh, oh, and and his nephew or his niece is no, an expert. No, twenty-seven psychiatrists early on wrote a book. It's called, and they had a conference called the Duty to Warn. They were kept, apparently, from having... Do you realize, and I'm very naive about this, I'll admit it, um, that people who manage nuclear uh, orders have to be rigorously tested for mental health and psychological, financial, medical, but the president is not. He's not required to be tested that way. Mm -hmm. Give me a president throughout history that wasn't a narcissist, didn't have an ego. <laughs> you know, they, they all have. Ego, and well, you have to be exactly. A, you know, a, a and you call him a psychopath? I, 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 but this man's values, his decisions are filtered through his ego. He cannot make a decision for you or me or the health of this country unless it's filtered through his ego. That's why we have no national, uh, um, federal um uh, answer to this COVID virus thing. He cannot collaborate with mayors, governors, the health agencies. He 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 just they have down, collaborated. Um, information going to the CDC. They have collaborated. They, they ha- have not. Well, you tell me, okay, so what's Vice President Pence doing? What's the Coronavirus Task Force doing? Oh, gee, okay. He's All right. saying we're doing yep. fine, we're doing fine, we're doing no, fine. Okay, Joanne, good luck. Yeah, Joanne, we got to take another call, but thank you so much for your call. Yeah, boy. You and all the other callers get another minute after being on the air, so maybe if you have yeah, an additional back, sentence. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got one call coming in, one caller waiting. We're good here. Last caller before a quickie break. Jordy, of all people. How are you doing, brother? Good. How are you all? I'm good. Ben's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's a bigger Great. man. Ben, I, I know you're gainfully employed, but I, I want to say you're a better spokesperson for Trump than Trump is on his second term. I mean... I watched him when Sean Hannity, in late June, asked him what he would do in his second term, and he honestly didn't have an answer. You gave a much better answer than he did. He just said, 
you know, you should vote for me again because uh, I'm not Joe Biden, which is mm. a pretty weak message. Um, but uh, what I really wanted to talk about was just today, Governor Wolf announced that he's using some of the federal CARES money, uh, $50 million, to provide a $3 per hour pay increase um, or up to 1200 to eligible employees who make less than $20 an hour. Um, and he's targeting all of the first responders who, um, uh, I mean, not first responders, people on the front line, I spoke there, sorry. People have been on the front lines of dealing with COVID. So this includes healthcare workers, ambulatory health health services, hospitals, uh, ground transportation, food manufacturing, food retail, News all media? of these things. And, and that is, let me finish before, because I know you really like to jump in. I mean, that is real leadership, you <laughs> know, and smart. I know you had David Rowe on <laughs> earlier, and he's all excited about making a lot of political theater. I really wonder if David maybe majored in acting in college, um, if he went to college. But anyway, because he's really good at the political theater. He's really good at making a whole big thing about, you know, Wolf is this horrible tyrant, when what he's really doing is what people expect somebody to do in, in his position, whether they're Republican or Democrat, which is to help people who are dealing with this massive crisis that none of us asked for. And, and he's trying to bring people together. So I was he, wondering, you know, can you admit people that together? this is good leadership to take this federal money and put it where it's most needed, which is the people who are working throughout this and making sure that the rest of us have food, have transportation, have health care. Well, there, what, 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 Lebanon County? What he did in Lebanon County? You tell me that's leadership? That's immaturity. You are so good at pivoting. Were you a basketball player? Will you answer my question? <laughs> is this good leadership? No. No, it's not. It's not good leadership no, to use money from the federal government what, 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 to, provide, to provide emergency hazard pay for people who have been he's in not, he, he's that not is not using good leadership? it in all 67 counties equally. This so, is no. about workers, not counties. The money That's to the, go to workers the workers to the counties. So okay. you cannot admit that this is good leadership. You're so blinded by your hatred no, for Wolf. No, it's not hatred for Wolf. It's the reality of lack of leadership. Now, increasing the first responders and getting them compensation, those are positive things. But so the, the, non, the non-communication of Wolf and, Jordy, if you want to say good leadership, wait, 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 go, ben, talk, to Democrats, you, go talk to Democrats. Go talk to Democrats in Harrisburg and get their frustration of the lack of communication and they won't say it because they have to have political uh, coverage. The lack of communication means the lack of leadership and their non-involvement. All right, Jordy. I am a local. I'm a local official, and so I do agree that there's been there could have been better communication. I think I just got cut off, but you know, I just think it's really interesting, Ben, that you talk about how people hate Trump, and you seem to so hate Wolf that you cannot acknowledge when he does a good thing. Don't hate Wolf. What the frustration with Wolf is his lack of being a governor for all of Pennsylvania. Uh, and ask Lebanon County about that. from you supporting somebody like David Rowe, who literally told someone who is one of his voters that it is not his job to represent them. Lebanon County made a bad choice that put people's lives at risk. When the federal government had the money for highways, if you, weren't, if you didn't move your drinking age to 21, they withheld money, right? But nobody complained about that. Part of the governor's job is to make sure that all of us are protected. And those people in Lebanon County were put at risk by a poor decision by the county commissioners. So he was completely the, within The people his in Lebanon County didn't feel that. that way. And if you don't like that, then we have impeachment, you know, or elections. That's so what we've talked that about here. Instead of, uh, instead of, you know 
trying to like distract us all about how much you hate wolves. No, it's, it's, I, it's I, bad, I, you know, Jordy, don't, d- d- don't, please don't put words in other people's mouths. Okay, you speak what you don't feel. Don't throw rocks in glass houses. My there friend. is no glass houses. So what we question, what I question, is Governor Wolf's leadership, and that's being questioned by Democrats as well as Republicans, as well as now finally part of the media. When Governor Wolf talks about protesters not being uh, understanding of the coronavirus and then goes out and walks with a protest, that's fairly inconsistent, and that's lack of leadership, and that shows some immaturity in his part. Governor Wolf will sleepwalk through eight years of the governorship in Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania will be no better. And part of the problem down there is the Republican lack of leadership in the House and the Senate, where they need to step up. And for Pennsylvanians, we're going to have eight years, and it's going to be very frustrating for all of us. And that includes the House and the Senate, and it also includes the governor's office. We have to let you go, uh, Jordy. Before okay. you go, can can I impose on you to uh, have your wife call me so I can slowly throughout the week talk to the whole Comos family? Comos family. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to sure. Thea and Elijah earlier this week, and now Jordy. So I need to talk to your lovely brides, and that'll complete <laughs> the scene, and I'll get the whole family involved. Thank you yeah, so much, Jordy. Absolutely. Take care. Yeah, appreciate Thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh, one of our listeners says, uh, "Good morning. How about when President Trump asked China to enter?" fear in our elections. He never imagined it would be the coronavirus that would do it. And he will do anything to stay out of jail. He's a lawless, liar, stupid, racist Maybe the texter can send us that information where he asked the Chinese to get involved. Okay. Uh, Van, stand by. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please visit sunburymotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle. Purchase it online right from your home. You can check out Fords, Hyundais, Kias, and Lincolns. They're a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. They got the Quick Lane. Fabulous website. Build a Ford mm. to your exact specifications. They got the Quick Lane. They'll pump you up with nitrogen. They'll do your state inspection. They got all kinds of service for vehicles. They got the Sunbury Motor Company on 4th Street in Sunbury and uh, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. There was that 30 seconds. Good. One of our listeners says, I agree with the caller, Tom, that the president has completely dropped the ball on the COVID-19 pandemic. Also, our governor needs to shut down the bars because the outbreaks we have in other parts of the country, it's due to the bars. <laughs> and this, sh- well, I, that sense okay. kind of falls apart. But anyway, and this shows a need, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 
this show needs a fact checker because statements are made and arguments and it's hard to decide who's referring to actual facts, says Tim. Yeah, I agree with that. We get a lot of people who say untrue things on this show and we, you know, either we don't mm-hmm. flag them then or we never go back and review the whole show. We well, could use a fact checker. I would say this to Tim. If the president dropped the ball, we have a number of governors who punted. And I guess, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo, Governor Newsom could be some folks who needed ventilators, needed hospital beds, got those, and, um, you know, what happened since. So uh, I guess time will tell on this. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Van, you are now deservedly on the mark. Go right ahead. How are you guys doing today? Perfect. Do you, do you feel all the love coming from the left this morning? <laughs> I didn't sense a lot of love. No, it's just information, and sometimes the information, uh, there should be a discussion. Some people want to have an argument. It's better to have a discussion, but uh, it's it's sort of interesting. Uh, like I said, there's some people uh, that uh, feel uh, feel the uh, lack of, uh, I guess, tolerability if somebody uh, disagrees with them. Yeah, it's amazing how they accuse us of hate, and yet listening to them, you can hear the hate you know, spewing from them. An interesting thought, you know, Cindy called in yesterday, and I thought she made a really good point. What was interesting, when Biden was asked about what he would have done if he had been president with his COVID outbreak, everything he gave was exactly what Trump did. Now, one of the easiest things in life is to, you know, when someone does something, in hindsight, to look and say, well, no, you should have done this or you should have done that. And what's amazing to me is if Trump's doing such a bad job, why couldn't Joe Biden come up with something that was valid that he could have criticized Trump over? Because the very things they were saying, you know, you should have shut things down earlier, the left was saying, no, don't. Well, the so, timeline, too, and when you, when you look at the timeline, you can go back and change your timeline, like we had a caller earlier talking about things. But go back and follow the timeline at the time we had information. And, uh, no, you can't go back in February and, and pick the uh, winning uh, Powerball numbers in January. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's amazing. You know, and, and as far as Trump, you know, with this... Uh, lady that called in and said he has a mental illness. It's it's amazing that there's people out there that really believe that. You know, I would I would say Trump is crazy in this aspect. Like, why would someone who's a billionaire that has everything monetary that they need in life, why would they subject themselves to a position as president? Because he's a narcissist. He needs the he likes the attention. No, he thought he could add value to the country. Would you like being constantly criticized? No one likes that. And this guy, he's a, he loves this country, and he's trying to do stuff to, to save this country. And then you have guys like Governor Wolf, who acts like a king, and then the left, they criticize Trump and say he's the one that's acting like a king, when there's no, no proof to that. Wolf is acting like he's a king. Wolf, who is demanding we wear masks, when he marched with the Black Lives Matter people, he didn't wear a mask. Yes, he did. Now, well, you better check that out again. He didn't. You know, that's, and again, we, we could argue back and forth. And the, the sad thing about things nowadays is people fact-check things and, oh, well, this, this is proven to be non-factual by Snopes, or this is proven to be factual. And then it comes out, you know, the truth of the matter is, with the testing that's now going on, there's a lot of things that are being done. People aren't even being tested. One of your callers called in yesterday and brought that up. That's taking place in California and Florida. 
people are signing up to have tests done because the wait's too long. They leave, and then they get notified in the mail that they have COVID when they never had a test. And that's a fact. Well, the one thing, though, about Governor Wolf, he was wearing a mask during the protest, at least the pictures that they had in the paper. It's the point that he went out with the protesters at, uh, I think, were they locking arms? or I mean, they were shoulder to shoulder, literally walking down the street. So protesting to open up Pennsylvania for commerce and for the economy and uh, to, to allow people to uh, get back to uh, some sort of uh, normalcy is wrong, but he can go and protest because... Uh, the incidents for Black Lives Matter was was far more important, and that's why you know it's sad. This has become so political that it's hard to uh, uh, the, the waters are, are very muddy. And as far as him limiting now restaurants in this area to twenty five percent capacity, Ridiculous. these restaurants are hurting enough as it is. And there's lots of businesses that are being shut around here, and, and private business owners losing their businesses. You know, so when's it going to stop? Right. You know, and this this COVID nineteen, it isn't that deadly, and that's a fact. You know, right. I, I read. Man, we got it. I know. I know what you're about to say. So we're going to have to let you go. But thank you so much for calling in. I do appreciate that. Uh, we had five minutes on him, so that's why we have to uh, move on. Three minutes a caller when we have callers waiting. One of our listeners says, Joe, well, this was directed at Joe McGranahan yesterday. So Mr. Biden has a 50-year record in District of Columbia, but for some reason, the Democrats won't celebrate it. I expect if there are any debates, Biden will be wearing an earpiece, and he will be fed the answers to any of the questions. Otherwise, the debate will only last about five minutes. Uh, Stan is next. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Yeah, Mark, I was online yesterday, which is probably a bad thing, but there's a, <laughs> it, a lady put something on there very interesting, and you can try it on Google. If you go in and type a random three-digit number and then put new cases after it, miraculously, by magic, there will be a news article with that exact number of new cases show up. Several news articles. Now, what what would be the reason for that? You know, you could put 123, 453, <laughs> 365, and it always comes up with a news article. 365 new cases. I've tried it. And, it, and, and that's what happens on Google. Now, we're supposed to believe everything that, you know, the news media tells us, and Google's the all-wonderful, you know, search engine. But why are we being played no, sure. I mean, that's the you know Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Google, uh, Yahoo. Shoot. Let me try this. Yes, being give me played. a number. Who, being yeah, played I mean, like a violin. I mean, who's putting these numbers out? And you know how how are they miraculously by magic having these? You know these articles with this exact numbers of new cases show up. I looked up three oh eight. You know what it came up with, don't you? What's that? The caliber. <laughs> 308 Winchester. Did you put new cases after it? No. Okay, no. Well, yeah. well, 308 new cases. Try okay. that. Yeah. And somewhere there's going to be 30 cases. You know, there you cases. go. Minnesota sees four new COVID-19 cases, 308 new down. positive yep. cases. <laughs> and then down yeah, below exactly. it, it says you can buy new uh, shell casings for yeah. 308. <laughs> right. No, so, no. you know, I mean, that's, well, what's going on there, you know? And as far as fact checkers go, when was the last time that you've seen when uh, when some left-leaning, even a representative, a Democrat representative, put up, you know, when Trump supposedly said that we should, you know, maybe people should drink disinfectant or or something like that, or get, you know, ingest UV light somehow. 
He never said that. No. But I, you've never seen a, a fact check against those saying that is false. Yeah, and, and you know, sad thing about that, I remember watching that, and I understand what he's talking about. You can disinfect things on the outside. He looked over at Dr. Burks and says, it's too bad we can't get something that we could drink or, or however, in, you know, take, and it would be able to cure the inside. I mean, you know, well, if you want to make hay out of that, good luck. It's just like the person who called <laughs> earlier says Trump said he could go shoot something. He was talking about, hey, I'm popular enough. I could, you know, and that was an <laughs> off, you know, exactly from that. So if people yeah. want to take this serious. Let's start holding Nancy Pelosi for what she said in Chinatown. Let's hold Cuomo Stop. for what he did. Stan, let's give you the All last right. word, and then we got to take the break. Well, you know, we do take disinfectant every time we're sick. It's called medicine. <laughs> That's true. Plain and simple. It's medicine. That's true. Antibacterial. All right. Thank you Just so much, Stan. Just find the right medicine. <laughs> and the right doses. Right. We'll see you in the future. Right. We'll talk about 308. Uh, <laughs> All new right. new cases. Good. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is a moot point. We've got our callers lined up for the rest of this particular hour. I'll say i got to push this, then that. There we go. And one of our, fact, or one of our listeners says, uh, how about some fact checkers who are wrong, too? Lester Holt. Fact check. Trump during the debates, and Lester argued with Trump, but it turns out that it was Lester Holt who was wrong in a court decision. And that's a uh, says Mike, and he knows NBC newscaster on the national news at six thirty at night during the weekdays. All hmm. right, and I have to read this. Or I'll be in trouble. It says, "I'm just wondering if the limit of outdoor gatherings to less than two hundred fifty people." will apply to that Wenger's protest on the 25th. Will the Mifflinburg police be keeping the love parade off the parking lot, which is private property? It seems, too, they changed the date of the protest to Sunday after Wenger's scheduled a barbecue fundraiser for the man who was killed last week outside the Buffalo Wild Wings. So the parking lot will be empty. So thank you for that. Appreciate that. Mm. Boy, Wanger is the place to go on the 25th. All right, let's take a quickie break. We will be right back. Oh, we got one call coming in. We're not going to have time for that third caller, most likely. But uh, take the break, then we'll, we'll get what we can. Stand by. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, I've got some late uh, emailers. I think these kids will show up, the adults, on how to do the pandemic thing. Let's watch and learn from them. Thank you, local leaders, for your great decision-making. Another texter on the subject of masks says, Good morning. Talking about masks, I have friends and families who refuse to wear one. I don't want to get this deadly virus. I can't afford to lose my job or health insurance either. I say you can only blame yourself for being selfish. Joseph, you get a minute on the radio. That's all we got left, but go right ahead. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, hey, can I was going to comment on the uh, Wenger's uh, situation. Yep, go ahead. You got a homosexuals, but uh, it, We all have an opinion, but I want to give you the Almighty's opinion quickly here. In Leviticus chapter 19, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It's an abomination. Defile not yourself in any of these things, for all the nations have defiled themselves, and I'm casting them out. And the land is defiled, therefore, and I do visit the iniquities upon it, and the land itself vomit out the inhabitants. Here Yahweh's talking about homosexuals, whatever, and he says the land is spewing you out and casting you out. Well, how did that happen? He brought his people in, the Israelites, and he told them to kill all those inhabitants of the land because of these abominations. You go to the New Testament in Romans chapter 1. He says man uh, left the natural use of a woman lying with mankind. So he gave them up to a reprobate mind. So these people have a reprobate mind. All right, Joseph, that's Romans, your minute. That New Testament chapter 1 <laughs> so, says that Joe, you're worthy Joseph, of death who commits Joseph. such things. That's Hello, Joseph. That's the word of Yahweh. All right, thank you. Appreciate that. And, Michael, you get one minute. Go right ahead. Yeah, okay, good morning. Uh, all things considered, I tend to lean towards supporting um, Governor Wolf. I mean, he has a Republican House and Senate. He really can't get much accomplished. But, you know, I err on the side of safety. Um, Donald Trump, here's one of the things I don't like about our modern-day government. Uh, when you can't get something through legislatively, they go to the executive orders. So the other day he went through a whole litany of rolling back regulations about the about starting up businesses, pipelines, etc. And uh, he couched it in saying it helped the American worker, which I guess it filters down, but it really helps the American businesses like UGI and the other companies who are doing pipelines. Is that a bad thing? And, uh, Yes, it is, because he's taking away the opportunities for citizens to question and look into the effects that these things are going to have on them, like eminent domain and other things like that. No, so, I yeah, think he's I lowering the it, hurdle. I don't see anything wrong with shedding light on big projects. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. You should really shed light on the governor's Thank office, Thank you, all too. the callers and emailers. We'll try to do even better on Monday without me. This yeah. is WKOK Sunday. Enjoy.